Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Back to Bass University Live here at the 2019 Bassmaster Classic. It is a barn burner out there. They're going to be weighing them in soon. And Sooch from the Bassmasters live studio was just by here because they are off the air. So we are on the air. And we are live uh, right here. And we've got some great guests tonight. Of course, Pat Renwick is here with me. Hello, everyone. Caleb Summerall, Bassmaster Elite Pro, and BTC in the back. Brian's here? With some special guests. Chilling with his glasses. Look at that. <laughs> Looking smooth, BTC. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Are you going to introduce your guest? <laughs> yes, this is uh, my girl, Kelly. No, it's Greg DePalma's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> why Why isn't Greg DePalma sitting next to you? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the respect there, right there. <laughs> yeah. There. Hey. The palm is getting his face in the picture. There he is. There he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Off to a great start, Greg De Palma. Uh, he's going to be here with us just in just a few minutes uh, as well. But uh, Caleb, uh, you're here with us. You're a missile baits uh, pro staff guy. Got some great stuff coming out. You got a really unique, brand new missile bait. You're going to show to us. That's and right. The Bass University crew. Uh, what do we got? We got the Ned Bomb. This thing here is going to change the game. Everybody knows the Ned Rig. Um, kind of did change the game in, in line with finesse fishing. Um, coming from South Louisiana, it was never one of my things I really grew up doing. But I, it's a lot. It's, I've been spending a lot of time finesse fishing here the last couple years, and I've tried it all: uh, Ned rigs, shaky heads, uh, nickel rigs. But Ned rig has been something that has been a staple in my arsenal for getting bites and getting good bites at mm -hmm. that. Um, and I've always been in between and partial to what I used on my Ned Rig. You know, I've, I've chopped down 48s. I've actually used the Z-Man plastics. But this thing right here is going to be perfect. It's going to give the perfect amount of just a little extra action of something that is just isn't out there, something that mm. they don't see. Right. Um, it's it's three and a half inches long. This is a, a standard size um I'm not too sure if it's a, a one-aught hook or it's a standardized, a standard size Ned head, so that you you can see how it fits it just right. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be so many applications for this bait. It's gonna be unreal. Um, the first thing I thought about when I saw it, other than the Ned rig, of course the drop shot. Yeah. And I'm going to catch him on a Carolina rig on this. Really? I'm going to throw a one-odd hook on this, and I'm mm. going to throw that baby out there. I'm going to yep. catch when it, when it gets real tough. I love to throw a Carolina rig. It's I do too. I think me and you are the two guys left. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend. You better have one tied on. Damn I straight. know that. Really? Yeah. Or anywhere in the country. Okay. Yep. They eat it. This I is going to be a killer Carolina rig bait. But here's something I wanted to show you guys. Um, you know, the number one selling point for the other brand's plastic is that it floats is when uh, they want something like this to stand up when it hits the tank or hits the water and uh, this is a missile baits Ned bomb and this is uh, I think this is uh, the one-eighth size head um, I'm going to drop in and take here and show you what this baby does it is it is a finesse 
The tail just gives it the perfect little. Wow. It just stands. That's beautiful. Would you eat that, Pete? Man, well, that's, you know, to me, you know, this is this kind of do nothing, this, this real subtle presentation is one that I've resisted, you know. I've right. really had a hard time uh, downsizing to this kind of stuff. I leave it, you know, for the sissies like Brian Carpenter <laughs> likes to fish, that's it, you know. That's because they, they don't have a pizza flavor. <laughs> that's hard. Pizza flavor, Edward. <laughs> I would, I would try it. You, that, I know you. I know. But I've resisted it, like the drop shot, uh, the Ned rig. It's not, it's not my gig. But I've, so many guys are catching fish, winning tournaments, catching key money fish. Absolutely. Checks every, you every got, tournament. You got to get after it. But this is a really unique design. That's right. It, you know, it comes to time of tournament fishing and just fishing where, you know, you can't power fish the entire day in the conditions just aren't going to line up that like that way for the entire year um no matter where you go all we go all over the country and you know the number one game name number one thing in our game is to get bites Mm -hmm. and if you're having a day where you just you can't go throw a half ounce spinnerbait around and get five bites you better be able to pick up something like this right and just get bites and then you know then you once you get those five in the boat you can go kind of go from there but sometimes it just takes a small size bait and, you know, this is something special because you – my biggest thing is slowing down. Yeah, I can tough, I can go down I can go down on the do- small size bait, but slowing down is my weakness. Mm-hmm. So if I can throw this on a little bit bigger head and get and it hits the bottom in a reasonable amount of time, I'm happy with that. And that's, I'm still power fishing in my mind, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, because I'm moving. Mike Iconelli yeah. out there, I just can't sit still. It's long. still flapping, yeah. by the way. It's still waving at everybody. And that's what's going to happen out there in, in the world is, you know, that – the waves, the pressures changes. That's it's right. going to keep that bait moving as it sits there and floats. That's a dead stick. We were at two and a half minutes, Caleb. <laughs> so hanging up there. <laughs> right. So on a drop shot, you can see how I'll kind of just hang it up here. And it's got a weighted head, but that tail is going to be killer on a and, little drop shot. And, and for guys that, you know, don't tournament fish and they just want to be consistent, right, this is, this is the realm of you start fishing with this style of bait. Man, you're going to catch them every single day. That's right. No matter where, little pond, lakes, whatever. Anywhere. You're, you're going to get bites. I mean, it is a, such a phenomenal bait. And I, and I meant that when I said it earlier in the show. Ned Rig kind of revolution. They, they come out. It's hard in our industry. They, people are making so many baits every year. You know this. When somebody comes out with a new bait, like, I'll bring up a chatterbait. <laughs> chatterbait brought it up when it made its own bait. It is forever now a chatterbait. What, what are you throwing? Right. Chatterbait. chatterbait. Yep. Throwing a rattle trap. Ned Rig came out. This style bait forever will be known as, I got a shaky head, like a shaky head. Yeah. There'll there be you go. a million variations of it, but you're going to have a Ned Rig. And that's something that's really cool about it. I. Do you know where the name came from? I don't. It's that guy, Ned. Some yeah, guy. some dude, <laughs> some old dude, that, yeah. uh, like yeah. Joe Hook that patented yeah. the hook fish hook. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> some guy Ned. Yeah, and <laughs> we don't know who that guy That's is. Right. No, he's like he's, he's from up north somewhere. Okay, some Ned dude. And and the crazy thing about he had this gentleman Ned, and I read about this in Bassmaster, okay. of course. Yeah, he had multiple retrieve techniques for the Ned rig, and his most common was the swim. The swimming, the just, swimming just kind of Ned. slowly bouncing it off the yep. bottom. Yep. Do you do that often too, or no? So uh, when I'm fish for speckled trout, we we throw a bait very similar to this called uh, just a 
H&H Beetle. Okay. And it's got a spade tail. It's a spade tail grub like that. Yeah. And you throw it out there. You let it hit bottom, and you just kind of rod tip it up. And all you're doing is just that off the bottom. But this particular bait style is going to – I can't wait to just <laughs> You're going to yeah. smack the specs on it. <laughs> it. You know what this also looks like? You might remember this because you're, you're my age. Is the man stingray grub? Oh, the stingray grub, yeah, yes, sir. But, it, but as bigger, bulkier, mm-hmm. it had a bigger presence. It That's doesn't right. move like that. Uh, but that that was something that guys used to dead stick back in the day. But that's, Absolutely. That's what this it resembles This has way me. more action, as you said, yep. too. And this would be an amazing finesse jig trailer also, I Absolutely. believe. Absolutely. Um, the Ike's jig, I think it's going to fit perfect on the <laughs> yeah. back of it. Yeah. And well, you could even cut the tail if you absolutely. wanted to get super. That'd be yeah. awesome Non-intru- for the micro jig yeah. as a trailer. That'd be I a sweet little do that, that trailer. St. Lawrence. If now, if they made it in Primal Urge... Beef stick flavor <laughs> with ostrich. I would definitely throw it. Would you, BTC? No, you know that's right. <laughs> yeah. Those come in pizza flavor, by the way. <laughs> that's right. Did it, does Primal Urge make a pizza stick? Uh, they no. do now. I don't know. I'm eating, I'm eating venison right I'm now. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on the fudge round flavor. That's all. That's I'm fudge round flavor. <laughs> hey, that's man, a development. I, I, I could not bring it up. <laughs> Little shout out to Primal Urge. Yes. And as I got a mouthful of primal urges, it's a little me hungry. Did you harder see that? for me to talk. <laughs> but I want to I wanna invite everybody watching us live. We are Bash University. If you're watching us on Facebook, go over to BashU.TV. we got the best offer of the year, the classic special. 30 days free and $30 off an annual subscription. It gives you access to over 500 instructional videos. Less less than thirty three cents a, a day, like Pat says. Thirty three cents a day. And Justin we, said that. we give you access to pro discounts uh, for VIP discounts for Rapala, uh, tackle warehouse opportunities, all kinds of great stuff that we give to our guys for being subscribers. But mainly, we bring the best educational content in the business. Truly going to help you be a better angler. Go over to Bashu TV, and subscribe and join the family. Boom, Caleb. I appreciate you being being part of a, us being here with us today, and we are going to have a Bash University challenge Uh-oh. that's coming up real quick. As we Vanna White oh, is now uh, moving as, the <laughs> fish tank. As, as we get our guys you, to come Vanna. in here. Did you guys know <laughs> that a that a gallon of water weighs seven pounds? I thought it was eight. It was a little over seven pounds. A little over it, seven. Yeah. I, I, if you'd have made me, if you'd asked me that question, I'd have said eight. Yep. But yeah, that's heavy. What weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of water? <laughs> Where, where's our buddy Greg? Did we lose Greg Vincent? Is he right behind us? Did he get we're, scared we're bringing, out? We're bringing Greg in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is happening here? What, what, what are we doing here? this side? We're, uh, we're, am I right. staying right here in the middle? You, you, I'm going to come to you. You stay right there. Pat, we're going to move you over to sit with Brian. Greg, we're going to sit you down. In the battle seat, I think I will. You know, Pat, I, I, I don't know if you can still hear me, but I think I'm going to pose the question, and you're going to judge the winner. Does that work? Sure. You want to take that task? I would love that. Okay, you got it. This is great Greg Vincent uh, fishing over at the MLF, and uh, glad to have you with us, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Yeah, I originally just came by to get some beef jerky. Look, I got on, got on camera. Got, you got on TV. We put you on TV. Just put me on TV, just like that. <laughs> we can't let you walk by. We got to put you to I work, you, man. man. But I, I appreciate it. And we're, um, I'm going to describe what we're going to do. We got, we got a cool little deal called the Bass University Challenge, and I pose a set of circumstances out there in the fishing world, and you guys get to take a shot at how you would attack that okay. set of circumstances. 
Okay. Like it. And then we determine who's right and who's wrong. Ooh. Would we be you or is that someone else? Usually or? it's me. Pat Renwick's going to judge judge this particular contest. Where is Pat? Pat? I'm right over here. Hey, uh, I, hit, hey, I Pat. hit on you. Greg, remember you guys need to bribe me now. So yeah. Ah. Thing. Like I was getting ready to. <laughs> I was, yeah, we got to pay off, right? And I saw so, Caleb brought one. So I did. I only I, got some one. You brought some. I dug oh, deep. you got fives. I dug I'm deep, these guys real quick. I got, <laughs> I got fives on it right here. So, I'm the judge. He is from there Alabama. Okay. That's how they yeah. do. That's how. That's, yeah. how, that's how Nick Saban does. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm an Auburn fan. I totally agree. <laughs> no, no. no, I love my Alabama fans too. He's, I, I'm, I'm already lost. Yeah. All right, thanks, Pete. Thanks, yeah. Pete. I wonder. I wonder how much. I wonder how much money Trip Weldon made this week. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. I wonder if he's taking any of these. <laughs> he, he's having uh, his own trip, challenge. Trips, trips, pretty good. I'm like man. the Saints in the playoffs. Straight as an arrow. Full, straight as an arrow. <laughs> well, hey, we're glad to have you guys. Um, and here's, if you are you ready, BTC? Are we ready for this challenge right we're now? Ready. We're you ready. Got, Pat, got, are you ready? I'm absolutely ready. All right, here's here's the challenge, and it's it's really current. It's really fresh concept. We are we are on the Tennessee River, right? It's pre-spawn conditions, slightly warming into the 50s, <laughs> and the lake levels falling. Uh oh! Curveball just started to fall. Who's going first? Let it, I'll let it, I'll let him go first. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm already going to lose, I already know this. Tennessee River, man, right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. Kind of similar to what's going on in the classic. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't live too far from here. Mm-hmm. A few hours, but we're, I'm in the southeast. It's been it's been a warm, wet winter. It's been a weird deal, but a lot of the fish seem like they they want to be shallow. They want to be close to where the spawning area. So any time, you know, coming out of the winter and pre-spawn, I'm thinking where do the fish spawn and working back from there. So knowing that much, you know, that's why I said that the falling water is a curveball because those fish want to be shallow. The more it warms up, the more they go that direction. But largemouth especially do not like that falling water. So for me... I'm thinking some secondary points with like a 45-degree drop, uh, preferably some rock, uh, a rock mixture, you know, big chunk, chunk to gravel, something like that. Uh, But more importantly, something that's just outside that spawning bay. Those fish are good at anticipating what's going to happen, maybe more more so than our weathermen are. And they know eventually things are going to get right, and they're going to get that chance to go. So they're not going to go too far. Uh, It it would be my thought process. Well, that's an excellent thought, thought process. And um, I'm gonna give, and I'm gonna, when when I get Pat's attention here, I'm gonna give Greg special bonus points because you said something. Hey! You said something about the uh, starting in the back of the pockets and working out. Yes. And this is that's a great quote that I get from Mark Davis, and oh, and Mark is Mark has spoke yeah. for Bass University TV many times. A lot of times in the pre-spawn, that's how he does. He starts in the very back. And works out until he encounters those fish. So, so there's some some good points That's there. Nice. Some some decent Davis. points yeah. scored one by my, Greg Vincent in the battle. Yeah. So, uh, so he stepped out. Greg stepped out. You got you got him, Pat. I, I got it marked. We'll give you a final tally yet. All right. All right. I, I not only did you hear I gave him some bonus points because he he fished he acted like Mark Davis does. Yeah, I Starting saw that. in the backs of the pockets, working up little bonus okay. points. 
John bonus Cox point. was pestering me, so I don't know <laughs> what was going on. We, we often get harassment back in the, yes. in the, in the Bash University booth. That was booth. supposed to be while Caleb was talking. <laughs> <laughs> you, made, uh, you paid off the wrong guy. Like, I don't did. Know. That's right. I paid the wrong guy. All right, Caleb. <laughs> Tennessee River, 50 degrees, slightly warming, but falling water levels. Falling water. What are we doing? I'm, 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 I'm kind of with Greg with the, how, how the depth they're going to be. They're going to be kind of shallow. Um, but I'm going to be targeting, like, like docks. I feel like um, like certain docks, like the first few docks going into shallow pockets, short pockets, um, where they can, if they're pulling out, they can suspend just under the back end until it stops falling. But if they want to go do their thing, they can go slide up right under them walkways and spawn. Rock transitions in between, brush piles in between. They have it all under them docks. I'm going to have to go with the docks. Docks? docks. Caleb weighs in. Like He's going dock fishing in this like condition, which is really cool. You got deep pilings, shallow pilings. Places for these fish to move? Like how he thinks. Man, man, these are two really strong strategies, Pat. What are you going to do with them? Uh, you know what? So am I going to score right now? Do you want to score? I want to score. Okay. I, You gave Greg two bonus points. Um, he accidentally called you Pat twice and me Pete twice. Oh. <laughs> they, that levels it out. Those those gone. Gone. Immediately. <laughs> Man, you had to. You, you had the bonus points. You blew me points. away. I just blew it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you opened your live one a five pound and jumped out. Kind of reminds yeah. me of that Terminal St. Clair last fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, Gary, I am gonna now. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. After all that, we're still going to give it to, to, to Greg. Oh, uh, uh, Greg, oh, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Goes back to oh, five. Man. Money talks. Back to five. Talks. Money talks. <laughs> Money talks. Money talks. That's right. Uh, Tapping into the Bass University. I see him holding his cards yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a big question. That would cost you two fives, though. <laughs> well, you know, hey. I'm you're all out. That's all right. <laughs> you know what? I didn't see a trophy or a hundred thousand dollar check. I'm gonna go ahead and hold on to my five. Hey, you know, in your in your defense, Caleb, I did see a few oh. dogfish caught on Baby, uh, on Bass, on Bass Live. That was an amazing yeah. answer. I did. Yeah, they're both very very good. They, We're gonna see how it plays there's out for no real. Wrong answers. There really right. is no, 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 no wrong no, no, answers. No, no, no. Could be either or both. The, yeah. uh, for comic relief, we yeah. gave it to Greg. Because yeah. anything he said, you throw a dock where he said, and that's gonna be like the juice. Money. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So jo- a dock on secondary I like point. It. I like it. It's yeah. saucy. It's not juicy. It's saucy. Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary gets to stick around and Thanks, play around man. too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Single elimination game. Is this how this works? What we're gonna? Yeah. What we're gonna do? You are eliminated. Uh, but we'll have you back again soon. Yeah, I know you will. We have and, a consolation uh, prize for you, by the way. <laughs> and we're, <laughs> we're beef jerky. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna bring in Greg De Palma, Uh-oh. also Bassmaster, Elite Uh-oh. Pro in his rookie Ooh. season. Uh-oh. And uh, De Palma, come on down. You're the next contestant on the Bass Battle. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hope you brought you. Oh, oh I like. Where's the echo, you. man? We needed the echo. <laughs> BTC, that was perfect. Hey, like step <laughs> hey thank you, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, Caleb, enjoy the yeah. game, man. And many of you may you, may brother. recognize right. Greg oh. De Palma. He has been uh, hey, he's Greg. been my co-host in yes. at the Bash U Live. How are you, man? Oh, hi, Pete. How you doing? He's man? been uh, you've been in studio with us a few times. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd be sitting in the seat or not. He just lost here. <laughs> bad mojo. Oh, you believe in bad mojo? Uh, you know, I, I actually don't. 
It was more or less a joke. He just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, like uh, Seth Fighter sees ghosts down the hall. And, I, I can believe and that. And there's Cat lots ghosts. of lots of people who have lucky underwear, and Mike yeah. doesn't change for a month when he's catching them. Yeah, I, I have zero. Zero. Literally. I, I'm not a superstitious one bit. Are you, are you Greg? I have been at times. I'm yeah. a former baseball player, so yeah. I, I pick up on all kind of things, but I'm kind of embarrassed to admit I've fallen for the underwear one before. No! <laughs> but they but they are clean. They just have to be similar to the pair that work. The, if things are going well, if they're not, they change. Hey, yeah. it's, it's better to be lucky than good sometimes. You uh, know? You kind, get, of, kind of revealing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. We, yeah. we, we enjoyed it. It's educational. Yeah. It's educational. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Now, I'm going to... Um, I got to pose a question to you guys. Um, this is going to be another. Uh, well, we're going to stay in line with what's what's happening here at the classic, yeah, right? I never even heard the last question. Well, the last question was Tennessee River, fifth, low fifties and rising water temperatures, but falling water. What do you do? That was the last question. Gotcha. Uh, it, it was one with transition banks. You know, working your way out from the back of the pockets, um, concentrating on hard habitat, which is good. Good. Good, strong, solid answer. Won that round. Here's the deal. I'm going to make it. This one will be kind of easy. I, well, I don't know if it'll be easy or not. We're going to find out. Tennessee River, 50 degrees, rising and rising water levels. Nice. What do we do? You're the winner. You, you can defer to have Greg go first, or you can take it. 50-degree water temperature. 50, 50, low 50s and rising water temperature. Okay. And rising water levels. Okay. To me, that, that tells me to move in. The water's moving up. The water's moving in. Uh, the water's warming. So we've got a couple of reasons for those fish. Like I said, we're getting close to time to spawn. That's where they want to be. So I'm, I'm starting towards the back, um, but maybe not all the way back. So I'm anticipating those fish wanting to migrate. So I will start in the back third. Uh, on the secondary points, like I mentioned earlier, the staging points, mm-hmm. and try to find how far along those fish are moving up. Of course, I'm looking for flooded, any kind of new cover that's being flooded. Bushes are a, a great option, flipping, pitching, spinnerbait, that kind of thing. Um, any kind of shallow, dense cover is, is going to be a great option. Stumps, things like that. They come off those rocks, water's warming, go to that new cover. New cover? Freshly flooded habitat. You got in this pat. This is good oh, stuff. Absolutely, it's good stuff, guys. This is this is a good adjustment. The Palma's got his work cut. Is it a, is it the right adjustment? <laughs> we don't know. Did, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> that's actually mine. Pat, Pat, come here. <laughs> oh, that's your money. <laughs> uh, so as as a good solid answer, solid adjustment to the condition, Greg. What are you but, doing? I'll tell you what. I wish I went first. Uh, but, <laughs> you are right. But besides you? that, the the only other thing that you know on a river system chain like this that I do a lot of this time of year when they're you know coming out of them wintering holes, and and it kind of goes along a lot with what Greg said too. But you know on all these places you do have a lot of pea gravel banks that run down these places, and them little seams that run from pea gravel to a different kind. Like he you know he kind of mentioned a lot of this. But, man, they are key spots this time of year. You can really hone in on them fish just by touching on them little break differences. And it could be on a secondary point. It could be coming off a main point this time of the year with the, with the temps you're talking about and all that stuff. So I'm a little more detailed, and, and I totally get the, the rising water and the moving back and all that stuff. You definitely always have your first initial fish. They make that rush before the mass majority does. 
So I, I try to key on them little smaller spots within all these spots Greg talked about. And that's how I always break down a lot of lakes. And I learned that a long time ago, fishing the upper bay. And, uh, man, I, I, I usually bring a lot of my home stuff to a lot of the places that we fish. And it Absolutely. really seems to carry over everywhere as I go. So I, I'm going for the subtle differences within the areas, kind of where he was talking about. That's the best answer I can give because he, he basically gave a lot of the spots out. But I'm just <laughs> going for the seam changes, basically. Seam that's, changes. That's 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 my I thing. I like the, the I, gravel to rock. I yeah. graph. I, I graph a lot, and I where we grew up at graphing's not the deal. But I learned that it's the deal, and all these electronics out here. Yep. And I don't care what company you go with; they're all A plus as far as structure scan, side scan. So them subtle seam differences is my answer. So so we got Greg, who was who was fishing the freshly flooded habitat yep. in the same areas. Well, that Greg is fishing the transition banks, the seams. Yes. I, I'm with you. Who wins, who wins this battle, Pat? This is a very tough one because uh, Greg DePalmo is right. It is tough to go second in this competition. It's kind of like the end part of Family Feud. You know, where you got... <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, you know only I'm, one answer yeah, left. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're Two getting, out of a hundred. I just keep falling on me all the time. The it's all that head, hair, right? dude. It's a giant head and it keeps falling. Oddly shaped head. Yes. But, um, so, uh, absolutely tough to go second. But, really liked how you said about going back and then you caught yourself and you said, I think I'm not going to go all the way back Halfway back, partial back. Start in there, see what's going on. But then the Palma comes through, and he really goes with the fine tooth comb mm-hmm. and details venison's pattern. Greg DePalma, you are the winner of this match. Oh, nice job, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> We're like a good team, right? Uh, phenomenal answers. Yeah, yes, you too. Good. That's no really doubt. Good stuff, guys. No doubt about it. No cabe duda. Oh, we got another. We got another player. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, well that that was great stuff. Yeah. Hey man, Greg, thanks for having me hey, on. Thanks, like I said, thanks I came for to, being here. Came to grab some beef jerky and ended up <laughs> <laughs> to do a challenge. So it worked out great. Hey, we are Greg, the Prime Orders booth, by the way, here at the Bass University booth. Thanks, guys. But uh, now, nah, thanks for coming and good luck in the rest of the MLF season, buddy. Money is coming back. So, so there is no official bribing going on here. It's it's an Thanks. honest derby, and uh, and we ret- and, and, right, and Greg retires one and one. Very nice, good work, good work. But uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I, I I can't complain. This year so far has been a dream come true for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was uh, you've been trying, you've been you qualified for the elites before. Yes, and you've opted not to go. Yes, and it was right this time, and and you took advantage of it. Uh, I think that's awesome. Is is it what you thought it was going to be? It's way more than I no. thought it could be, honestly. Uh, man, just honestly pulling up to the to the first day of the first tournament in the St. John's and and being backstage of that of that stage and going up on the stage and seeing the crowd and and having you know Mercer talking, it's just been truly unbelievable. That's it great. really has been. Uh, you know, I I have had chills since then on this. Basically, <laughs> I really have. I can I I can appreciate it. When I did it, Ray Scott. Oh, was the MC? That'd be awesome. And I came across the stage for the first time, and it, and I know exactly what you're yep. describing. You know, yep. I was just I just couldn't stop smiling. I'm like I, I I this is what I set out to accomplish, and here I am. I can't believe it's true. Yes. You know. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, man, 
the way the the elites are this year, with all well, the new guys coming in, man, they're stout. They can yeah. they can catch them flat out. Oh, it's a, it's yep. you, and you guys are catching them. You're yes. killing them. Yep. You went to the St. John's and you blew away yep. last year St. John's weights, and Lake Lanier is just was on fire. Yep. And I, I tell the story a lot when I the first time I fished it, twelve pounds would get you like in the top five. Twelve oh, yeah. pounds a day. Yeah. I mean, and it was a whole different yeah. kind of Lake Lanier this time. Now they're grown now in that place. Yeah, so the sure. spots got big. Yeah, they're huge. So you got uh you got a couple lakes that you got to be liking coming up, you know. Uh, for the for those of you who don't know, Greg De Palma lives in southern New Jersey, right next to yes. me. Yep. Um, and fish up north quite a bit. We got Thousand Islands and Cayuga Lake on the schedule. You yes. got to be liking Cay- that. Cayuga for me is definitely the one. If mm-hmm. I'm going to pick one, that's that's the one I think I have a shot to do really well. Right. You know. Have you spent much time on Thousand Islands? I have never thrown a cast. No on kidding. Thousand Islands. All wow. these years, I've had a lot of opportunities to fish tournaments there, and I just never took up on them. Wow. Yeah. So, it, but it's okay because I mean, like I said, you. Know, it's a northern body of water where I spent a lot of time at a lot of the northern lakes. It's a, a river system, essentially. So it's You're, got current, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, something that I think is helpful uh, is they're taking the lake out of the equation, especially for somebody who's never been there before. Mm-hmm. Because when you add the lake to the equation, now you added another 100 miles yes. of water to try to, to Be decipher. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So being able to restrict it to the river, even though it's massive still. Yes. But and and the cool part is there's tons of fish. So uh, and it, you you know you know how to do that kind of fishing. So yeah, it, it'll be it, it's yeah and, and you know there there really is a lot of information out there that I can get mm-hmm. as far as like YouTube and you know you can if you know what you're doing you can figure a lot of stuff out just by seeing it. Right. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm at with that part. What about the other bodies? What are we going to be in South Carolina a little bit? Yeah, we have uh, we have Hartwell, which I think is going to be an absolutely awesome event. Uh, I think we're going to hit that one probably just right if the weather holds true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Winyell is going to be the only one that's going to be maybe a, a point flip-flopper uh, because just because there's so many variables, long runs. Uh, it's title system. A lot of guys don't like title system still. Um, I do. I uh, know you do. Yes. So <laughs> I, I went there and pre-practiced uh, before the cutoff. Uh, the place was flooded really bad, like four mm-hmm. or five feet high. Right. Yeah, so that made it a little bit harder to kind of go around, graph around, look around. You know, I really mm-hmm. didn't fish much when I was there. By no means, I just, you know, threw a few casts. Um, but it's going to be the probably the toughest one on the schedule, I think, especially if the water has not gone down yet. Right, right. Well, I imagine it's got to make its way out of there. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing how you do there. The uh, You were in Florida. How you, would you catch a fish down there? Uh, so, St. John. Yeah, so in the St. John's River, um, I, I caught all my fish, all bedding fish. Uh, the way that I caught them all, it was kind of weird because, you know, so the area that I found in the St. John's River, mm-hmm. I found it, there was not one fish. There was old vacant beds. There was not one fish on any of the beds. We had a media day Wednesday, which was 80. And then the first day of the tournament was going to be 80s too, and it was cold leading up to this. But I figured... They're going to pull up. They should be there. And I pulled up first thing in the morning, and they were there. I could see them all over the beds. Come on. Yes, it was magical. That never happens. It always goes the other way. You know what, man? (laughs) Kelly was with me during the whole entire process, and I was going back and forth on where to start because of it was a gamble. My very Mm -hmm. first elite event, I was like, I'm going to gamble, I guess. That's what I'm going to do. That was the only thing I really had that I knew that could, could be solid. Right. And it was. And I pulled up, and there they were. They were on the beds. Oh, that's like a dream come it true. It was. I, it was a sign of relief. Yeah. And then from there, I just had to catch them. Right. But uh, I'll tell you a little quick story. We got time, right? Yeah. The first day of that event, the I had a fish that was like maybe eight pounds, something. I don't know what it was. But I actually lost that fish two times and caught it the third time. The very first time I flipped in there, 
I also want a riot bait. It's a little fuzzy, a small little beaver bait. I flipped in there, and you had to let it sit the first day. If you didn't let it sit, if you moved it, touch it, they would not bite it. So I throw it in or let it sit, and it picks up on it. I set the hook. I fight this fish all the way to the boat, and I'm just about to grab it, and it comes off. But when it came off, it went whoosh, right back to the bed. And I said, no way I can catch this fish. Cause, or I, I said I could catch yeah. it. That's what I said. But uh, a lot of times... Like a smallmouth. Yeah, a lot of times back at home, I've caught a lot of fish on mm. beds multiple times, but they had to act the same way. When he acted that way, I knew I, could, I, had, yeah. I would have another shot yeah. to catch this fish. So I throw back in there after about maybe an hour, hour and a half goes by. It bites again. I set the hook on it. I snap it off. I break it off. But it was a, it was just a really clean break. It wasn't like I stuck them by no means. I was like, pop, it just broke. Like you had a, a nick or the line something got worn. Happened. Something happened. Yep. Yeah, it was a lot of eelgrass, oh, so maybe it, it nicked the line somehow. But so now I'm out about two hours fishing the same fish, and I'm thrown in there, and I finally get it. I set the hook on, I get it in the boat. Two hours. Two you hours and that one fish. You, you lost it twice. Yes, and I caught it the third time. Caught it the third time. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what an amazing story. And uh, you know, we talk about this because. Uh, the MLF guys, we they're allowed to catch that same fish three times. <laughs> yeah. You could have caught and weighed that fish three times. That would have been something. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. But it was it, for two hours investment. Two, two hours. It was must have been it. a big fish. Yeah, it was eight something. Eight something? Yeah. Gosh almighty. Yeah, every day I had one. I had one almost nine the third day, or the second day. Uh, it was 8.15, and the third day I had an 8-something, too, 8-4 or something. Wow. So I had a big fish every day. Man, that's a, that's an amazing story. BTC, did you hear that story? I don't mean to interrupt your light beer drinking <laughs> over there. <laughs> did you hear him losing that betting fish twice? He broke it off, he missed it, I, and then yeah, caught it on the yeah. third time around? What what an amazing deal to be able to stay with it. Are we going to let him battle again? That's right. We've got Chris Grow in the queue. Chris Grow. Oh, that's all a Grow. good one. And then we've got somebody <laughs> ready to take on the winner of that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. We're going Family Feud Central. That's right. Maybe they should go first. They both got long hair. The, that's that's They do both have long hair. Really long hair. They go to the same bar. Are, are you guys related? <laughs> oh. There's something. There's something about hair in the Bass University. Yes, there is. Come on over and join us, Chris. What's up, buddy? Look at this hammer. <laughs> Grab a headset. How are you, man? Oh, not bad. You? I'm doing really good. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you. This is Chris Grow. He's uh he's on the Bassmaster Elite. You're number two. You're number two. Two way. Yep. Yep. If it, it feels like I'm still a rookie the way it started, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's you know it comes and goes. We got some water that uh, you know you might be familiar with coming up. Or any water you're excited about? I'm excited about the rest of them, just to get out of the gutter, you know. So yeah. I'm excited. But Hartwell's gonna be fun, and uh, I mean, I ran to Winya last week, messed around over there. That should yeah. be fun, except for the run. But I'm yeah. excited. Uh, Fort Gibson looks good, though. I got my eye on that one. Yeah, that that yeah. sounds awesome. And, I, and don't worry about it. The Florida bass don't bite. In my opinion, so uh, they don't really bite for real. I think it's lies, you know. They're not like Northern Strain. I had a big net. Er- I was just netting them. <laughs> I the problem was I was I had no fell shorts of bites. I was having a hard time putting them in the boat. Oh, Something man. was really really wrong. I don't know yeah. what it was. They didn't want to be in the new Phoenix. So. Mm. <laughs> well, you're gonna dial it up for the rest of the season. We you hope, know it. We hope so. And I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. Have you heard about the Bashy Battle? The Bashu battle. What yeah. do we got going now here? Well, you, we're, you and Greg are going to get after it. We are? Yeah. 
When's this happening? Right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> here's the Is here's guy stretch. <laughs> here's the rules. Here's what's going on. I'm going to present you guys with a set of fishing conditions. Okay. And you guys are both going to respond on how you would attack that set of conditions for the Bass University guys at home. Okay. And who, whoever Pat deems the winner will win the official Bass U contest. Bash I've been here battle. all morning. I know that. So you're like, you're on it. Yeah. You, probably didn't, you probably studied last this night. This seems hot, bro. <laughs> the Palma okay. got a copy of the test ahead of it. did? Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, third jersey, I'm jersey. <laughs> no, I see it. The Eastern, yeah. I see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Ill Corruption. Well, Don't great, worry, Chris. Great. You got the judge on your side. Yeah. I, I'm worried about that, you long side, hair. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you do have some. You, you, you got a friend over there, I think. I'm glad that. I'm glad. All right. <laughs> well, here, here, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna launch into this, guys. And I'm t- I'm trying to pick some because you guys are both from the north, and uh, and I'm gonna pick. I am going to pick post spawn. Post spawn. I think because this is, might be one how uh, Cayuga Lake rolls out. Uh oh. Post spawn. Grass Lake. That's it. Ten foot of visibility. Ten foot of visibility. Ten foot of visibility. It's a it's milfoil grass. It's a northern lake. Milfoil grass. Ten foot of visibility. Water temperatures are probably going to be hovering around the 70s, and it's freshly post spawned fish just came off the beds. Greg, you won. Question about this: Is, okay. it, is it a natural lake? Is it like is it Cayuga? Like are, we, are, are we picking Cayuga? The actual denied on a- asking any questions from the competitors. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, that'll, that, that's for both of us. That's it's for not. Both of us. Yeah. Wow. Is right, there I'm a pier just, on I'm the just lake? With, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> Hostile up there. It is a natural lake. Okay. It is a natural glacial lake, milfoil grass, post spawn conditions, 70 degrees and rising. Okay. 10 foot of visibility. Greg, you have the right. You're a winner. He's you first. want to take he's, the question? He's first, because I have my answer, but he's first. Wow. Right. <laughs> oh, it's a that's, third. That's strategy. Chris? For, for, uh, what my answer is going to be? Chris, how are you going to attack this condition? <laughs> how am I going to attack it? Simple, 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 simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get on an inside grass line. Just inside off, grass? Yeah, just off of where they spawn, and I'm going to flip the inside grass line, and then any dock that I come up to, I'm going to I'm gonna throw that into play, because big, big post-spawn fish will love to set up on a dock before they go out to the main grass bed. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Here's uh, coming off post-spawn conditions. Chris goes with inside grass lines and docks. That's a good one. I like it. That's a good one. Very good. All right, Greg. Well, how I, are you going to compete with that? I, 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 I think I think <laughs> no wait, I think what he said. There's definitely a a percentage of fish that definitely do that because I've seen it. But the reason I asked if it was Cayuga or Natural Lake is because of a couple reasons. Uh, the reason why I asked that is because generally, from my experience on Natural Lakes, you basically have fish that tend to live the whole season cycle in one area. And so what my, my answer would be, a lot of your fish that spawn on these natural lakes actually do spawn a little bit deeper, but they also pre-spawn, spawn, and live a little bit deeper for the most part, the mass majority in my opinion. So I would, I would get on the outside. Whatever you have on that natural lake to where it falls a little bit deeper, that's the area that I would fish, the deeper grass lines, whether it's cranking, throwing a Senko out deep with a weight on it, 
or flipping a big jig. That's uh, how that's how I would catch him. He one. said Senko just to kiss up to you, Pete. <laughs> I'm not I'm not judging. I'm not judging. That's why we pass this on on a pat. Of course, Black, Black I, I might have given him points for the Senko. So that's, that's what I would do. I love this. I love this very contrasting answers. Different but from can, before. Can I say one more thing, and it's not for an answer? Bass fishing has no rules. Yep. That's what I've that's always said. Absolutely, good point. No it, rules. That's not. We make them up right we here at the Bass, 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 bass Battle, right? <laughs> and we have we have uh, we have shallow inside, which a lot of people don't even know what inside grass line is. It's created often by the gl- the ice or rock or creating inside grass. I just like that because bluegills spawn in at the same time, like yeah. hang out on that inside. They're like a morsel yeah. meal. And docks versus offshore deep grass edges right after the post spawn. Take it away. Well, I'll tell you what. De Palma, you're just too damn good at this game. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're a smart guy. I am seeing that. You're super smart. Gro, I like how you're thinking. I like the, the idea of the inside grass lines. It reminds me of the way Marty Stone won a tournament uh, on a Florida lake years and years ago on the, on the spinnerbait. Not a northern grass lake, but obviously a southern Florida grass lake. It's going to come down to a certain factor here, I think, between you two. And I'll start with De Palma. What, Greg, what is your favorite football team? I do not have one. Uh, pick one. Where are you from? <laughs> I, I asked you to pick a team. I mean, I have to go to the Eagles because that's where I live. Okay. Uh, Chris Grow, who is your favorite football team? Nah, it's pretty simple. Chicago Bears. Chris Grow is the winner of this Bass Battle. <laughs> Congratulations, Chris Grow. <laughs> Sorry, man. We love this Chicago If I'm going to lose to somebody, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was really good. Good answer, guys. Hey, Greg, thanks for being with us, buddy. Good luck the rest of the season. You're in the seat, man. Yeah, Chris is in the hot seat. Uh-oh. There it is. We're, we're actually going to switch it up a little. Okay. And you are now going to judge. So oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Uh oh! All right, we're switching this. up. I'm gonna be judge. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm just while we're switching the seats up here and getting everybody set, I just want to give you guys a quick reminder. If you're watching over on social media on Facebook, go over to BassU.TV and subscribe. Join all these people that have subscribed here at the Classic. Join us. Join the BassU family. We're truly gonna help you be a better angler. We've got over 500 instructional seminars from the best of the best of the best, including. Today's yeah, leader in the Bassmaster Classic, so, Ot Defo. Uh, so uh, come on by, BassU.TV, 30 days free, $30 off annual subscriptions. I'm the judge. Coming up right now. All right, take it away. Set change. All right, all right, all right. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty neat, pretty neat. You ready to go, Brian the Carpenter? I am. Okay, this is something special that we worked up for you. And this is the flowage edition. The and flow. We are representing all three editions of the Bass University Bass Panel. It's about to happen right here. And first off, Bass Fishing Galaxy, we would like to introduce you to the new kid on the block with amazing flow from the FLW Tour, Mr. Hunter Freeman, right here. How's everybody Give doing? Give it up for Thank this you for guy. Me. Look at this guy right here. And then, of course, we know Chris Grow. He just beat the snot out of Greg De Palma oh, in the uh, in, <laughs> that a, was in that Bass University battle. <laughs> See, but but the, what stinks is Philly did beat us. We don't even know what Philly is. I don't even know what you're talking about. I hear you. They I have amazing you. stakes. We they, do we do know that that they have amazing stakes. Yep. But we are about to really battle it up here. Okay. Uh-oh. And I am going to give you a scenario that we call a half 
glass a yoo-hoo in the woods. Uh-oh. This is it's what we're calling. half glass of yoo-hoo in the woods. What the heck does that even mean? Uh, I don't really want to think about it, but we'll see what it's about. <laughs> it's a half glass of you who in the woods. So what the situation is, you gentlemen are faced with bass that are in shallow wood in the dirtiest, dirtiest of water that you could possibly even imagine. Huh? It's just nasty stuff. We all love that, though, don't we? Yeah. We love, we love that stuff. Yep. What I need to know from you guys, this is the bass battle question. Okay. I need you to pick a flip bait that you will use in that situation. I need you to pick a crankbait that will, you will use in that situation. And I need you to pick a spinner bait that you will use in this situation. I'm not talking brands. I'm talking about specific baits, why you like them, what they do, okay, the way they behave. Now, here's the capper of the question. Okay. This is the deciding factor. Okay. You guys need to tell us something that you do differently with these baits as you're fishing them in this muddy water. Oh, by the way, the water's 70 degrees and the fish are in all stages, if oh, that helps no, at all. Yeah, okay. okay. Now that makes if, big if, sense. If that yeah. helps at all. Yeah. All right. So you have to tell us at the end, after you give us your three baits in this situation, what you're going to do a little bit different that the next guy's not going to do that's going to help you catch fish. Okay? Now, you won the last battle. You could choose to go first or you could pass it over to Hunter. It's your choice. I'm going to let new guy roll. Okay. Uh-oh. What do you think about that? You all right with it? Yeah. Yeah, well. Get it out of the way. Oh. Go ahead and easy victory. Okay. First one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I let Pete, what do you think? Who's your pick before we get going? Man. I, I, I tell you, you know, they're, they're, it's like a handsome bunch up there, man. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> it's very angelic, isn't it? Yeah. It's a win-win situation no matter what. I mean, let's just end the show. You, there's so much hair, you guys better be careful not to backlash around. <laughs> well, that, guys, I don't know if you experienced this, but you can't see it because my hair is tied up. But the hair on the right side of my head is actually thinner, not because I'm getting older, but because of that reason. But my hair gets caught in my reel handle quite often. Oh, so you yeah. just got to re- rip it out. There's no other way to do it. So there's less hair on this side than on this side. That's a true story. That is true. It's yeah, a true, true. story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, anyway. Well, beans, beans, I am the new judge now, and, and you awarded uh, the win based on, you know, based on the Chicago Bears, it, you know, Chris is in a deep hole that he's got to dig out. Paybacks are a (laughs) B-I-T-C-H. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Let's get this battle on the road. Let's do it. What do you say? So the first thing you got to pick for us, you're in 70-degree waters. The fish are in all stages. you got pre-spawn, post-spawn, spawners, shallow wood, dirty water, flip bait. What's your flip bait, Hunter? Uh, I'm going to go with something big. Probably, you know, uh, we'll go with a raised trawl, black and red. You're in dirty water. Bigger profile. You still got the pre-spawn. You know, you're going after it. You got the flat, four post-spawners. Then just a bigger profile, more visibility in dirty water, and black and red. I just like black and red. There you go. Yeah. All right. How about a crankbait? What are you going to wind at? Uh, if you're in dirty water, I like throwing a anything balsa. You know, a salmo square bill. Um, you know, definitely chartreuse and black if it's in dirty water. You really want to hit everything, the widest wobble you can possibly have, and that's what I go with. Okay. How about that spinner bug? Uh, since you said it was 70 degree water and we're not in pre-spawn, um, definitely going to be chartreuse and white. Going to have to have the orange kicker on it. Uh, oh, but since it, yeah. I shouldn't have let him go right. first. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but since we're not in full pre-spawn mode, not going to go with the double Colorado. Just have one Colorado, one Willie Leaf. 
Well, you still got the sight of a priest pawn going on, but you got a little less aggressive approach rather than a wobble. It's more of a sight thing going on. I like it. I like all the yeah. answers. Now, backtrack. What are you going to do with that big, bulky, rage craw flip bait that's a little different than uh, than the next guy? Yeah. How are you going to work that a little different? What are you going to do? I mean, put a heavier weight on it. Uh, no doubt about it. Flip it with a half instead of a three-eighths and a quarter. Doesn't matter if you're flipping in six inches, three foot, five foot. Flip it with a half. Gets it down there quicker. Gets your reaction bite and... Maybe even put you a little bit of chartreuse dough on the two. Like it, like it. You getting that, Mr. Glusick? Hey, I'm writing it down. Okay, and how about that crankbait? What are you going to do different there that Chris Grow ain't going to do? You got to wreck it. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, so when you're cranking wood, you want to try to hit everything possible you can hit. Uh, throw it, try to get it hung up. You got to wreck it. Yeah, I mean, I can never did a laser lure deal way back in the day. And Remember he said, that you, thing? Yeah, you got to try to get it hung up. And I was like... What? And then it makes sense. You gotta throw it, throw it where they live. You know, throw it, beat it off the stump, beat it off everything possible, because they're gonna get as close as you can possibly get on that thing. So make them react, hit it from different angles. Did you know that Brian the Carpenter still torments his cat with Mike Iaconelli's laser lure to this day? Oh, did he still? Yeah, uses that laser. True That's story. Battery still working. Yeah, that yeah, thing? yeah I got one battery still working. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, how about that? Uh, uh, I guess that's the. Uh, that's it. Yep. I mean. Oh, wait, no, we didn't go to the to the spinner bait. I lost track a minute, guys. You did. Okay. You did. Gotcha. Well, you, you covered the spinner bait. Yeah. Does he do anything different you didn't cover? Okay, that's where we are. Sorry, lost my place. Do you do anything different with that spinner bait? No, just uh, give it a good skirt profile. Maybe put your little split tail trailer on it, and, you know, just give it some floaters when you reel it. About as simple as it can be. Old floaters school. Floaters when you reel it. Tell them yeah. what you mean, floaters. I was just no, flutters, flutters. Oh, flutters. Instead of, you know, throwing it out and just reeling it straight back, when you actually get beside the stump, give it a flutter. You know, make that spinnerbait flutter. flush. Pulse. You know, it'll it'll flash. It'll sway. It. Come I'm on, from man. Chicago. I, that sounded like you said floater. Oh, no, no. Flutter, flutter, <laughs> flutter, flutter. Amazing. Yep. Excellent answers, yep. dude. I appreciate it. I like it. I like it. I like it. What do you well, think, Mr. Girl? Oh, well, he's leaving me in a hole because we fish very similar. <laughs> a lot, a lot of similar tastes there, but I change it up just a hair bit. What I'm definitely, definitely going to do, I'm going to pick up my go-to. I'm going to flip uh, a four-inch Berkeley Chigger Craw in black, blue fleck, I mean, all day long. Uh I'm going to have to agree with him on the bigger weight because now we're getting into this type of season where we're, we're into the spring. We're getting some, you know, either some vegetation growing or some, you know, some of the trees are budding that you're flipping into. I like that bigger weight to be able to push through, get to the base of the bush. That really works out nice. As for square bills, I'm definitely, definitely going to change it up a little bit different than him. I'm going to go with a bigger square bill. I'm going to go with a Berkeley Square Bull 7.5. The big dog. Yeah, the big dog. Because that time of year, we're not just looking for, you know, these fish are biting. You know, they've gone through every phase. It's time to it's time to put some bigger fish in the boat. And I want my, you know, I'm going to crash it in everything just like him, do deflections. But I'm going to go with a bigger one. And I'm going to go with, like, my go-to color, like, a you know, a, a blue and chartreuse all day long. And then all of a sudden, spinnerbait-wise, very similar again, but I change it up. I go the complete opposite. I like going with a darker skirt that time of year, like a black and blue. But what I do with my blades is I'll run um, I'll run a, a willow leaf up in front, and then I'll run like a number five or a number six Indiana in the back. Gotcha. Not so much draft as a Colorado, but not less draft like a willow. But I'm still going to be able to get that thump in that dirty water for them fish to eat it. And then all day long, I'm going to throw some kind of trailer on there, whether it be like a Berkeley, you know, power swimmer or something i'm going to nip it off something to throw a little bit more vibes when i bring it over that log i can slow it down and let them fish eat it i like it yeah mr glusick this is so close 
right now. Yeah, can I throw in a wild card and uh, to help you decide? Please. Okay. What do you got? Here's the wild card, Hunter. I need a wild card bait. We we use the basics, obviously. Here we use the spinner bait, we use the flip bait, and we use the crank bait. What's your wild card bait in this situation? I get one or two. You get one bait, one wild card. You, you better make say it good. the same thing as me. Watch. I guarantee it. <laughs> we think too much alike. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what part of the country are we in? That that really is, is the giveaway. Why don't you pick it? Why don't I pick it? Yeah. Say we're at Rayburn. We're at Rayburn. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's his wild card bait. Yeah, we're at Rayburn, 70 degree water. I know what he's doing. Get no on. doubt about it. A white frog. A white frog. In I that in that timber. Yep. In that stuff. Yep. The white frog. More along the line of bushes yep. and stuff like that around okay. Duckweed. But are, sure? we talk, are we yep. talking like a hollow belly frog or like a buzz toad kind of frog? A hollow belly. Hollow belly. Slow walking. Walking that deal. Slow Target pre-spawners. Walking. You got pre-spawners going on still with the walking. You got a... Early, you know, doing all the shad spawn with the post spawners. It's two and one. Boom. And wow, one. grow. I could easily answer it. I'm going to easily beat that. Well, okay. <laughs> Petey, <laughs> Petey, get ready. It's simple. I'm ready. You ready? I'm listening. Buzzbait. Buzzbait. Buzzbait is the wild card. Wow. I'm just not a buzzbait guy. Okay. That's a. Uh, buzzbait. Yeah. There it is. Buzz and beat. you guys know there are no wrong answers. No. This is all for Ed. Oh, I throw a frog all day long. Frography <laughs> all day long. I just can't answer that because he just answered it. But I'm definitely, definitely a buzzbait. I love buzzbait post-spawn because they, they like to travel a far distance for it sometimes. You know, those fish, you know, went through the riggers spawn, and definitely those males love, love to come up and eat that, you know. Yep. So. Well, yeah. My deal with a buzzbait is it's... And it's... And keeps going right by, so... I, do. I don't know, man. They love to do it. We'll have yeah. to go fishing. We'll have to compare it sometime, Hunter. And then we'll do hair tips on Long there, Way. There you go. Yeah. So. You want to make a topwater blooper video? Just call me. I'll make you anyone. <laughs> <in the picture. laughs> I think I was the only guy last year in the cup that never got a bite on a topwater bait. At right, Westbrook, and everybody so. was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, Man, I tell you what, this is quite a battle. I mean, they're both flipping creature baits. I'm surprised nobody's flipping a jig in this. That's what was in my mind. He never went. You Did know? you hear him ask the question? Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's my answer to that. A jig always seems to do better in dirty water when fish are more pre-spawn. It seems like when that spawn actually starts, straight plastic's the way to go. They hold on a little longer, too. Yeah. All right. Okay. If we would have been he more, he did answer. He did ask the question, though. You didn't realize how this guy answered the question. Well, I, I have written he down asked a it as flip bait. Yeah. Uh, I thought he said Texas rig bait. No, I said flip bait. Okay. All flip right. Bait. Yeah. No. My my age is showing through. No, no, I'm still flipping the go-to. I'm chiggering it all day long. I went Gary Klein on you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, minus two points for Grove for challenging my decision. Oh, God. Uh, I'm already in the hole. uh, (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) All right, square bills. Great choices. Balsa, man. I'm I'm a big wide wobble guy. I think it's more important than rattles in most situations. But this big, giant square bill, man – I give that part to grow. Thank you. I like that big bait and that muddy water. The 4WD. Getting that big bites. That 7.5 um, is hot, though, too. It's not that much bigger. The You know, and I got to I gotta take, I got to deduct a few points from Hunter for floating a spinnerbait. I don't, I didn't understand <laughs> what that <laughs> is. No, <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. It's a fluttering. Yeah. Just pulsing. Just pulsing. Well, I didn't understand, but the points are already down. I didn't, uh, I didn't understand. I'm with you, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I really no. like the black and blue spinnerbait that Gro's no. talking about. JT taught us how to do that down in Florida. I've not heard anybody else talk about a black and blue spinnerbait before. Um, 
But Hunter's got this, like, cool, casual, like, radio voice that wants to put me to sleep, man. Yeah, I think I, it's like, what does that but mean? I mean that in the best possible way. That's two, that's two points. That's plus two points. Two points for a sleepy voice. Two, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's I all it, together. It's I think all it together. comes down to the hair. I think it might come down to the hair. Uh-oh. We both got ours cut recently. I know. Too. I, Hunter's got the longer hair. Hunter's going to win this contest. Oh. Yeah, is, are you telling me? <laughs> Congratulations. There it is. There's the champ. <laughs> right nice there. Work, <laughs> nice meeting you, man. <laughs> Hunter Freeman, man. Watch him this year on FLW. Well, Chris is out. He's just, he just leaves him out here. <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, that was great. Great having you, Chris. Good luck this year on the rest of the elites and uh, Hunter. That, that that's great information. It's, it's great to it's great to talk to you and meet you a little bit. And uh, you know how you liking your your job out there on the FLW tour? I like it so far. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's been a good year. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna have some downs. Uh, they all careers do, but hopefully keep it rolling. What do you got coming up that you're excited about? Uh, we're doing the Grand Lake next. That's gonna be a Ooh. it's gonna be a pre-spawn spinnerbait beatdown. Oh yeah, know, buddy. Uh, it's gonna be a pre-spawn beatdown regardless. However, it goes down, square yeah. bill, jig, a spinnerbait. It's gonna be one of the three. But uh, if I'm they stop biting the big spinnerbait on Grand, will you please pick up a Senko? <laughs> Him and that Sanko. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't we see that at the Classic last year? Where there were, yes, or, yes, you yes, know, yes. That's true, that, yeah. That happened. Yes. And, and yes. it's tough, right? Jason Christie wins because he's so good at being persistent. Yep. But if he picks up a Senko, I think he might win that Classic. Yeah, no you doubt. Know? Yep. Or, or no some doubt. kind of flipping bait of some sort. No know? doubt. You no know? doubt. Yep. But, but, well, good luck at that one. You got experience there? I, I haven't been to Grand, but I've been all around it. You know, a lot of Oklahoma lakes I've done well, but Grand is, you know, it seems to look the same on Navionics, you know, looking at Google Maps and stuff like that. Um, but we'll see how it goes. It's a rock lake, man. I mean, you can't. It's pre-spawn rock lake. Water's cold. It's muddy. You know I mean? Don't make it complicated. <laughs> big ones live there. Simple. I mean, it, somebody's going to catch them. Hopefully I'll figure it out. Are you, you from Texas? Where are you from? I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Uh, yeah, North Louisiana. You know, Duck Dynasty, the show Duck yeah. Dynasty? Right across the river. It's West Monroe. Monroe. Is that right? Yeah. Yep, that's it. I spent a few uh, tournaments down there on the Red River. Okay, nice. In that nice, part of the country. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I certainly like that kind of fishing. Right. And that seems, is that what you're good at? That shallow, that power uh, structure fishing? Uh, cover fishing, really? I like, you know, I consider myself an offshore fisherman. You know, clear oh, water, really? using electronics. Yeah. No uh, I've done well fishing dirty oh. water. I'm not a fan of it at all. Uh, I, I'm the much, would much rather get out rather than sit up and jump fish around, power fish. Awesome. Fishing grass, that's a different story. I love to fish grass, especially pre-spawn grass. But, uh, yeah, no doubt. If I can catch them out, that's where I'm going to be. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising being from that part of the country, but that's uh it you got different. a few of those kind of tournaments coming up though, don't you? We do Chickamauga sure ought to be we should be hitting it right. Um it's a, it's either gonna be it's gonna not be so good offshore and it's still gonna be a shad spawn type deal, or it's gonna be wide open out on the ledges and it's could get ugly. When <laughs> when are you going to Chickamauga? Late May. Late May. Late May. Is that before or after the Bassmaster open that's there? After. It's after. Maybe right before. I can't remember. I'm, not 100% sure. I'm going there too. I know we must be back okay. to back down there. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to say, if you're before me, I'll be sure and give you a call. You guys could float spinner baits <laughs> together if you yeah, need we it. Could, yeah. you, <laughs> could show, you could show me how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Show him how to float a new technique. We just learned that's a lot. <laughs> that's it. Well, well that, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate you being here. People want to follow you out on tour. How do they do it? 
Oh, you know, my social media is real easy. Hunter Freeman Fishing. No spaces on Facebook and Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. I need to get a Twitter. Make these tweets. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Facebook and Instagram, it's at Hunter Freeman Fishing. No spaces. And just follow me along on there. Post daily. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Hunter you, Freeman. Are we going to take a break, BTC? Well, I think we are done. I think we're done we, for we're today. Done for the day? Yep. I think so. Dude, yeah. thanks for closing oh, us out, no bro. No problem. No problem. Pat, yep. you close us out, hey. buddy. Everyone who tuned in today, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow, what, 11 o'clock? Uh, earlier. Earlier. Tomorrow's early. 10. Yeah, we're getting started early, man. 10-ish, 11-ish. We'll set the alarm for you. Don't worry. We'll Eight be o'clock. back. BassUniversityTV.com. See you tomorrow. More action from the 2019 Bassmaster Classic. Ciao. Mm-hmm.